tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world-governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Thank you, Xavier Guerrero, friend of the people. God, I've been seeing we don't smoke the same everywhere. It seems like it's really starting We're to get some traction. Popping. We had some good guests. Fucking step tones. tones. What more do you want? Some flat smoke earth Smoke it and they will come. Exactly. You smoke it, it and they will come. On the ones and twos, his Braves are in the World Series. Ooh. Jay Nice, Johnny Wooder. Happy birthday, Sam. Atlanta, daddy's coming, huh? It's your Sam's birthday. It was the day this podcast comes out. Happy birthday, Sam. Yes. Thank you, dude. He's Thank 43 you. years old. I just wish. Just turned 43. You know you're old when your fake age is old. <laughs> the age on your fake ID. Yeah, how old are you, 43? God, you're old. It's like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to die alone, right? I'm very blessed. I'm so happy. 28, 48 is an age... I guess if I 40. if I didn't have you, the swarm, in particular, have my children the most. Obviously, my children, the swarm, you guys. It would be a very hard birthday to take, but it is not. So I love you all very much, and thank you for coming on the journey. A lot of great stuff going on. I'm going to be gigging in a lot of places. Okay, a lot of places. And all you have to do is go to samtribute.com, grab all the dates. All right, uh, I'm going to be at Skankfest. Next weekend, very excited about being there. And then I'm going to be in uh, Boise, Idaho. And then I'm going to be in Salt Lake. Grab your tickets now, man. Grab your tickets now. Come see me live. And then November 18th, I'm back in San Diego with a, a pack of killers. And I'm very excited about that. All those tickets are on samtriplee.com. Guess what else is on samtriplee.com? A link to where you can buy t-shirts. Just go to samtriplee.com, press timfallhattshirts.com, press the, uh, the, the, the uh, banner, and bam, it'll take you right there. You don't even have to type it in anymore. Just go to samtriplee.com, grab a t-shirt, support the show. We got, uh, we're the Lushat. We got, uh, what else we got? We got Disobey. We got shirts after shirts after Only shirts. conspiracies. That Only conspiracies. Yes. It's all there. It's a great way to support the show. Hey, you, should I put out? Should should I put the five hundredth on there? I think you should. Should I sell some five hundred shirts? They're on great there? shirts. Johnny's on it. Come on. Maybe okay. I got a plan. I, well, are the ones you sold? Are they already printed? The ones you want to sell on there? Are they already yeah, printed? they're okay. printed. Okay. I was gonna say you could augment them in some way, make them a little different, so that they aren't exactly. No, but I think colors. like but you because the truth people, of the right? matter is, it's like once these are sold out, I'm not gonna make any more. Yeah. Okay. You told those people that got him there, right? That you weren't gonna. Yeah, I guess. So I'm just gonna come live, grab your tickets live. That's why I'm selling these T-shirts, Johnny. I'm a man of my word. Yes, yeah. I got a birthday cake on my head. Might be some karma thing to that, is what yeah. I'm thinking. Okay, good deal, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Right. By the way, I'm gonna be releasing your uh, your, your special, set. your set, your set. 
people will see the greatness that was Johnny oh, J. Nice Woodard. It's hot. Leasing it. It's hot. Yeah. You know, I think we should put, it. that should go on Rockfin. You should only see that if you're a real sworn member. No, I think the world needs to see Johnny Were you? and I, his jokes that he tried to hurt our feelings, but we knew. I was not trying to hurt you. No, that I'm was just a cheat. I, I mean, come on, dude. I needed <laughs> all, all the help good. I could get. Right up, though. You never told us about Sam Radio Live. What's that? It's live. Sam, the Sam Tripley Radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, they're well, all I mean, here. I didn't even know that was going on. I clicked. It's already if playing. If you go one. to samtripley.com, yeah. we have a running radio station. You can listen to all my shows all the time. Anything free, you can listen on a radio station. It's, it's on episode randomly yeah. 274. With Jordan Maxwell. Yeah. Oh, it'll that's fucking a, oh, throw that's you. A, that's a banger. It's a bro. banger. The dope that's and a banger. The Pope and the Army of the Jesuits order. That's a banger, bro. Get it. That's a banger. And listen, dude, I have a lot of free shows too. There's a lot of free episodes of uh, of audio out there for you for shows that are like okay. So on Rockfin, right? All my premium contents on Rockfin. We got Zero, my spiritual podcast. We got Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. We have Tim Fullhat Premium. Uh, yesterday, I set a record. I had 178 people watching me live on Rockfin on the which Tuesday is my whoop. record. The on Tuesday, Tuesday whoop. Yep. Yeah, Okay, and then I then I also do only conspiracies on there, and and then we have when when we can broken sim early ones are on yeah. on there. Uh, we have we don't of smoke the course. sames on there, and then I also have um, the grace of all time sports. I think we're gonna talk. have to do one where we could do a deep dive on the NBA top seventy five. I think. We oh, dude, yeah, please! I'm losing it on that. All that there, ten dollars. You get all that plus everybody that's on there: Whitney Webb, Jimmy Dore, Jason Burmese, The Last Vagabond. They're all killing it on there. Everybody on the Union that wanted is basically on Rockfin, all for ten dollars. And I'm building the comedy stuff. But I also have some shows that were going to the vault. So old episodes. I want you to hear the show because I think it's so important. Uh, Zero is now available on wherever you listen to podcasts. Zero with Sam Tripoli. Check it out. It's available on uh, Apple for sure. If you want to listen there, give me a five-star review. Check it out. And then we also have Conspiracy Social Club available for free wherever you listen to podcasts. Damn, you guys Bam. already hit almost 100, uh, episode 100? On what? Conspiracy Social yeah, Club. Yeah, tomorrow will be 100. Yeah, you guys are 99. I see Sam, I see fucking Callan with the shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One more to go. And uh, so check it out. Anything else, guys? Uh, yeah, if you want to check on the new Broken Sim, we'll have that out. Did this that just week. drop, bro? No, 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 no. We're going to record one tonight. We're going to record double, a couple tonight, bro. Stuffer. We're going hard in the paint, yeah. bro. We're going hard in the paint. And I actually do have a live podcast going down. It's a, it's a We Don't Smoke the Same live show. This is in LA at the Arrowhead Brewery. And uh, a couple tickets left at eventbrite.com. And you can go to my Instagram. Where and hit is the it? Bio. Uh, Covina. And when? Uh, Friday, live podcast, me and his own costume. We're going to have a fucking costume contest if you want to participate get some free weed show up show up in a costume we're hooking weed it up and chicks galore yes. uh, if you want one other free show punch drunk sports if you want to hear sam Tripoli, he was check on out week. punch drunk sports. sports i go deep on sports yeah. and by the way i'm gonna start we're gonna start doing some pay-per-view events we just gotta get uh, we just gotta work out that i'm excited for that turning into a traveling circus is it like would you would be we'd be going live on rockfin no, I mean I want. I mean it's gonna be pay per view. Okay. That, I want. I want people like we're gonna do a big show with theatrics. The Vegas show really opened my mind, so I want to start doing it in Vegas. I mean, doing it all over the place. 
I'm thinking doing something in, uh, in Austin, maybe going back to Boise, just finding all these fucking conspiracy theorists, doing big shows with them. Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, the legend that is Nick Hinton is live in studio for this big show. And it's a great conversation. Great I thoroughly guy. enjoyed great it. Great guy. I really like Good guy. Yeah. Goes deep. Has unlocked all the levels. Sees it. You got to unlock it to see it. Hope you enjoy the episode. Enjoy the show. Hope to see you in Boise. Hope to see you in Salt Lake and in San Diego. You go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. All right, let's get into it. Super excited, dude. Super excited to have this next guest on. Uh, he's a, a, a man. He's a crusher on it. He was uh, killing it on uh, Twitter. I mean, just getting likes after I was like, damn, this dude's killing it. And then he went like fucking quiet for a while. And we're like, where the fuck did this dude go? Well, we're about to find out. He's got two books that I'm super excited to read. I'm going to add it to the books that someday I will promise I will read. Uh, because I just have so many of them. Uh, the first one's uh, the Saturn Time Cube Simulation and the Aquarian Singularity. Please welcome Nick Hinton. How are you, brother? Good, man. Thank you for having me. Nick, very excited to finally meet face to face. You were one of the first. You were one of the early guests on the show, and uh, which was cool, and it was exciting. And uh, I was like, "This kid's really had the game, dude." And so, what's going on, bro? What's Just, new? Uh, drove across the country to get here. Just went across country, just on this kind of like vision quest. Pretty much like a pilgrimage. Just to figure mm -hmm. out what life was about. Mm -hmm. You're a very uh, deep young man. Thank you. <laughs> you go. You go. You are in search of answers at a very young age. At your age, I was just hunting ass. That's all I was doing. <laughs> That's all I really cared about. Hey. I got nothing in high school. I went crazy in college, and then I just. That's all I cared about. You're saying he's not getting the I last? still do that. Yeah, no, I think he's going to look at that. I think he's getting ass. I think you're getting it. I'm not saying you're not hunting ass. I mean, you wouldn't if you do, if you don't eat once in a while when you hunt what you kill, right? <laughs> then you go hungry. You look like you're fucking doing fine, bro. I didn't mean it like that at all, but I'm just saying you're uh you're very far along in the game. So uh, so I'm glad we can have a conversation right now. You know, for those who may not be familiar with you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, my name is Nicholas Hinton. Um, about 10 years ago, I started getting super interested in the Saturn time cube theory. At or, what age is this? Uh, like I was probably 18 or 19. Unbelievable. And, um... Yeah, so my birthday's coming up, too. It's November 4th, so it'll be about 10 years. Um, Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, man. Happy birthday to you, too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, about 10 years ago, I started studying the Saturn time cube stuff, and there wasn't a whole lot of information available at the time. And um, basically, you know, as time went on, I eventually got myself into college, and I was doing philosophy courses and stuff like that. And... Um, Basically, what I learned from philosophy classes was how to explain something, you know? Um, I didn't really know how to explain any of these crazy thoughts that I had to people until I took philosophy courses because, basically, I'll never forget when one teacher told me the simplest thing. It was, you know, whenever you're trying to do any of these essays and explain an idea, always 
assume that they know absolutely nothing about what you're talking about. So you start from the very basic and go all the way up, you know, to the very complex stuff, but you have to give them the whole context. And basically I wanted to write about the Saturn theory because there was no one really out there that had put it into like a coherent, you know, logical format where, you know, there's just all these memes, all these pictures of like, oh, hexagons on top of Saturn and stuff like that. So I decided that I wanted to just do that for fun. So I was already writing philosophy essays and stuff like that. So I just wanted to do one for myself um, on something I was actually super interested in. And then, you know, I started posting about it and that's how it all happened. What I find interesting is, so the more I do this show, the more I find out uh, what is up is really down. Okay, so when you made a statement, like the thing I learned from philosophy was I learned how to explain things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to me, that is like super powerful, right? It's like super powerful. But all you hear about ph- philosophy degrees is it's you just become a waiter, it's useless, you go nowhere with it, it's not tangible scale. Where does that fit into modern day? And to me, based on what you're saying, it sounds incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it sounds like something we all need to do is to, to be able to explain our thoughts and our beliefs in a coherent way so that maybe we can reach more people. Exactly. Yeah. Jordan Peterson was also a big inspiration about uh, how he, you know, he pretty much talks about the power of the spoken word and just being able to get your ideas across a very, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but just eloquently i guess i don't know just you know getting to the point so there's barely any room for misunderstanding i guess because you know everything in this day and age right now is everyone takes things out of context and everyone's twisting words so if you're able to explain something really well um yeah i think that's like a superpower basically i think it's also like if you can explain yourself really well and you've engaged enough conversations that you can also anticipate resistance and you can kind of take bullets out of their gun as well. I think that's very important. And, you know, and, and I think that's what this show does well. I don't know what this show, why people love it. I'm so <laughs> thankful that they do love it. And based on the feedback is that we're very open-minded, which is really what I want to do. I, I, I don't want to put my own shit onto whatever the conversation is going to be, you know. And this is uh, translated to almost all par- parts of my life where I'm able to understand what a conversation is about, where it's going, anticipate where we're going to be in a little while, and deal with any kind of pushback that I have, which is very important, man. I mean, people can't communicate enough. And there's just a lot of... I I think there's also a lot of people that just would rather be right than do right. And we're seeing a lot of that right now with the Dr. Fauci stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And all this stuff coming out, and there's still people supporting Dr. Fauci. But I also wonder if if how much of this stuff coming out right now is, it seems deliberate, right? Like, not that, like, someone discovered anything, but it seems like there is a scripted assassination a character assassination going on look what he did the puppies move the needle a little bit but obviously not enough now they're like orphans in new york and they're like and they're like is anybody upset yet they're trying I, to figure out which one really hurts which i thought one, the puppy was. I, I thought that was gonna get everybody i was like here comes Peter. here comes no and Peter said nothing which is like this big real great moment in history that we're in which is this great reveal 
that's going on about how like these things that we thought were idealistic really are just tools of these fucking energy vampires, right. right? The true apocalypse. I mean, all the information coming out about the the real nature of things. And but like like you said, I agree. I think it is all scripted. I think what they're doing is more divide and conquer techniques. They're basically, you know, wedging the nation even further apart. They're they're radicalizing even the people that used to be quiet and normal, just watching all of this stuff happen, you know, they're like just waiting it out, waiting it out. Now they've managed to radicalize the right, you know. I mean, there there's always been radical right wing people, but I think, you know, they're really ramping up like the hate between both sides. And like for the conspiracy theorists, people like us, you know, we're like, it's so obvious and so you know, it's it is it's like a loose harvest. You know, it's so obvious to us it gets super frustrating. You know, it's like I don't know how there's people that don't see what's going on. But well, I think at this point it's just <clears throat> ego, right? I mean, first of all, I have family members that I love with all my heart, okay? And, but they just sit down. Like, I, I get shit from people when they're like, you're on your phone, bro, you're on your phone, as they're sitting watching CNN for hours on end, right? <laughs> they're like, you're on your phone. And then you see pictures of, like, the, like, 1920s. Everyone's just buried in the newspapers. It's the same thing. Yes, I, I, I do enjoy going on the phone. I get that. But there's, like, there's all different forms of that, right? And, and there's just a certain group of people that no matter what comes out, they can't question the official narrative because they've bought so much into it that, it, like, it, at this point, it's like they're all in. It's all over their Facebook. It's all over their Facebook. Like, yeah, you can't come back from it. It's like, it kind of, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like those people that were su super QAnoners, and they're still QAnon even though they don't want to go back, and they just feel like, I'm already, I'm on this hill, so I might as well die on it because I'm going to look stupid because I, and that's how I feel because I know people that are like QAnon, and I'll show them the HBO documentary, and they're like, no, they won't even pay attention to it. I'm like, it's really good. You should check it out. And it's one of the things, like, they don't, they died on this hill and they're willing to stick it out to. I have my own opinions on Q, and I, I think it's sigil magic, dude. Yeah. I think they told us what was going on. Have you watched they, that doc? The uh, HBO one? So here's what happened with HBO and me. Johnny, Johnny broke me, okay? Johnny <laughs> broke me with that Woody Allen doc where I was so sure that Woody Allen was completely and utterly guilty. And they started showing me the people that were behind the dock and all the history they had of basically not giving a shit about the truth, but just, again, dividing and conquering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Basically rounding up the right, yeah. And I think Q, honestly, is an AI. I think it was built in a quantum computer or something. I mean, I do think there's something to those timestamps and the weird predictions. And... Um, yeah, I think it's, a, like like you're saying, it's a psychological operation, but I think there's something more to it where it was an AI. There's a bunch of movies that talk about, like, a trickster Q-type character. Like, isn't Q in James Bond as well? Is he? I don't know. Johnny's, yeah, I, I think a, Johnny's a, a nerd okay, dork. I think what? there's a Q in James Bond. There's a Q in Star Trek. There's a bunch of different Q characters where they're, like, time-traveling tricksters, and they just mess with people. But in the James Bond one, he's, like, this guy with advanced technology. and I could see that, too. I could see that too. The quite I always go like okay if we take uh, Alex Jones right, if we go uh, everyone's like Alex Jones. You hear people say oh he's a shill. He's a, I go is everything I, so does that mean everything he's saying is wrong? I mean I understand you have to say enough to get credibility right, and that there's a little bit at the end. But what is he saying that's so wrong? That's so off. I know he's a blind spot when it comes to Israel, but what is he off on? 
So we should throw everything out because he doesn't want to talk about Israel because his his girlfriend's Jewish and doesn't <laughs> want. And I get not want to piss your girl off. Do you, I mean, imagine if you had a hundred million dollar empire and you couldn't even sleep in your own bed. Yeah. And she's like, "Fuck yeah, sleep out there." You're like, "I pay for it, sleep out there, right?" That's getting married. Yeah, I mean that's life. Doesn't matter how much money you have, you might have to sleep outside. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at True Niagen. Okay, listen, some days, you know, it's a real struggle for sure. The good news though, it's a lot less of those days ever since I found True Niagen. I love it. True Niagen helps fuel cell energy engines. And trust me, my engine needs some fueling, okay? Maintains cellular metabolism and even supports heart health in a combination with healthy lifestyle with 13 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners. Dude, you know there's a bunch of Nobel Prize winners just shredding it out right there, right? Just getting... Why Why can't I... Imagine if I had a Nobel Peace Prize and I were shredded. i get all the ladies. Okay? All of them. All of them. True Niagen is a supplement that clinically that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels, okay? The essentially cosinium, C-O-E-N-Z-Y-M-E. How do you say that? Cosinium. Coenzyme. Coenzyme. Okay, coenzyme. I like that. Required for cellular energy repair. Since taking true Niagen, I have more, res- more resilience and it helps my muscle recovery. Okay, I have more zest for life and more vitality. You want to add more vitality to your life with True Niagen. Okay, right now, new customers can save 10% on their first purchase by going to trueniagen.com slash Timfall. Use the code Timfall. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N dot com slash Timfall. Code Timfall to save 10% on your first purchase. That's truenigen.com slash tinfoil, code tinfoil. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. So, Nick, you've been on this journey, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. Tell me about everything because (laughs) it's been, you know... Uh, I I was watching you and you were getting all this traction. I thought, man, this kid just is like, he's just knocking out of the ballpark, and I'm super happy for you. But uh, you know, over time, I you know, you kind of disappeared. I'm like, where the fuck did he go? What's going on with him? And you know, I don't know if you want me to get in our conversation last night, but there was a bunch of it where it's like, I've been talking to some people and I was getting kind of concerned. Because, you know, the the old saying is, you know, look when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks into you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, there's definitely been, like, I, some stuff I don't want to get into just because right. like, it deals with people's personal lives and stuff like that, too. But just really overwhelming synchronicities, really some supernatural things have happened. And, um, yeah, and then all the attention, too, was, like, overwhelming as well. So I just kind of wanted to take a break, take a step back. And just like focus on myself, I guess. I felt like, you know, I had written almost every day for a year or maybe two years. You know, I was putting out content all like every single week. Um, and yeah, it just kind of like, um, yeah, it basically fried my brain a little bit. And I needed to, you know, take a break and kind of explore the world too. You know, I, I wanted to 
actually enjoy the fruits of my labor, go meet some of these people that I've connected with, you know, not just have it be like an online thing. Like, you know, I wanted it to translate into real life and take advantage of the opportunities I was getting because like, I don't know, the, the world, you know, there's so much more to do and explore than just, you know, obtaining knowledge. At a certain point, you got to like put it to use. And so that's kind of what I was trying to do. There's also something that I kind of came to the realization of when I started this whole thing, which was, what is the point of trying to save the world if you're miserable? Right, yeah. Right? And that, that was a big question I asked Alex Jones when he was on, because I remember he, gave, he had a video in which he was talking about how he's just miserable. Mm-hmm. And it's just this whole thing's made him, him miserable, and that really resonated with me. Because I go, dude, you're doing all this great work, and then you're not happy. Right. Like, you're so worried about everybody else, mm-hmm. but you're not taking care of yourself. And that's why, at that point, I very much leaned into observer, not participant. Right, right. I observe things. Now, I did work real hard with the, you know... Uh, the anti-child sex trafficking marches that happened that got so fucking big. I was so happy. And the reason I got involved with that because I, I was really let down by all my friends in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, these female comics that were so about Me Too and then just freaking silent about pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And how I felt like they, they because they couldn't spin it into uh, 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 you know a showcase for comedy under diversity or, uh, you know, more followers on Instagram. Because for me, dude, that is the source of real power in Hollywood. That's mm-hmm, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the one thing you can't talk about. You can talk about any conspiracy you want, really, besides the pedophilia stuff. That's what, you know, makes you a target. You know, there's like a pattern with all of these great researchers, you know, Tracy Twyman. Um, She's someone who I feel got really... Deep. I think she went too deep. Yeah, she and was, she was she was dancing with darkness. Right. Yeah. And and getting like yeah, staring the, into the, the abyss. The Baphomet stuff. I'm just like, why? Why would you do that? Seems off. But I, I want mean, nothing to do with that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want nothing to do with that dark arts. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't want to learn how to summon anything. I want to let anything in. I, I, I want to bask in the glory of God and the yeah. energy. And, like, dude, I pray every morning. Yeah. I write down a list. I, at the end of my list is make connection in God, do the work of the Lord. And, like, that shit is visceral. I have a weird reaction just saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, it sounds so cheesy. But that's really where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's like a problem in the conspiracy community. You know, everyone thinks everything's fake. So, like, you, you know, you can't really bring up Jesus. But that's another pattern I noticed is, like, uh, towards the end of all these like great researchers' lives, it seems like a lot of them turn back to God. Like you know, they've been really confused their whole life and just you know trying to figure everything out. But it always just comes back to the like the simplest answer, which is just God. And I think that's why a lot of conspiracy theorists have trouble finding God or believing in God because like it's too simple. You know, it's just too simple. They want it to be some complex, crazy, you know, decoded answer or whatever. But that's kind of what's been happening with me as well. And it's been hard for me to finish the third book because I had all these different conclusions. But now I'm like pretty much being led, you know, back to just prayer and stuff like that, you know. I, yeah, I talk about that all the time on the show, man. It's like I don't know what, what happened in this kind of part of our conversation last night was just like I don't know what the truth is because I know there's been psyops upon psyops mm-hmm. upon psyops upon psyops. And back in the day, it was so much easier to manipulate people. 
Uh, I know it's I know it's it's easy now, but I think back then it was the way easy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot wrong with organized religion, and potentially even the Bible has been messed with and rewritten and all that stuff. I'm like aware of. I just I do still think there's power in that book. I think there's power in all the spiritual scriptures, you know. But for me, the synchronicities have led me to that. That's my version of spirituality, I guess. Um, yeah, just really weird stuff, like random guy handed me a book all about uh, this guy who was into magic, and his name was Merlin, and he turned his life over to God, and he started this church in Fayetteville. And this was at, around the time that I was in Fayetteville with you know, the Bledsoe family. And um, this one psychic told me I was the reincarnation of Merlin's apprentice. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I believe that. But it was still, <laughs> it was still really weird, you know, with getting handed that book. And just weird stuff like that is what has, I think when God knows my Merlin style. When was Merlin around? Huh? When was Merlin around? The Arthurian times. But it started in, then it's, then there's a, like a. a uh, no, there was, a, this wasn't Merlin the magician. This was just a guy named Merlin. Like the whole book is about a guy named Merlin. And, um. He starts a church in Fayetteville. He's like in the, he's dabbling with magic and he turns his life over to God. But um, yeah, it's not like Merlin the magician. It was just the synchronicity was weird to me that you know I had just been told by this random psychic dude that I was a reincarnation of Merlin, and then I go meet Chris in Fayetteville. Chris tells me that Chris Bledsoe for people who don't know, but Chris tells me that um, the weirdos at NASA and CIA they've told him that he's the reincarnation of Merlin. So when I met him, I was like. Well, I'm supposedly his apprentice, so this is kind of weird. <laughs> and then the whole book thing happened, so it dives into my personal life, so I don't want to tell the whole thing, but it's weird. <laughs> it is weird, bro, and that's a lot of fucking pressure to come to come to be like, okay, well, is there something to this? Because if you start understanding the layers and the history and the, the simulation and the dimensions and all that stuff, you really start to be in like, okay, maybe there's something to this stuff, mm -hmm, and... Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how deep am I going to go? Do I want any of that? Do I want to be a part of that? Right. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's like, I don't want any to do with any of that. Like, you know, Dana came uh, to the live show and she was like, you're like a cult leader. I go, <laughs> I am I am the worst cult leader ever because I want nobody to follow me. I mean, like, I push Ronin all day. That's what it's all about. No masters, no lords. You're just your own fucking person, and you have your own little, f and you take care of your family, and that's it. I don't want any of that pressure. Yeah, but yet you're at the bar, and you have a circle of people around you and Eddie Bravo <laughs> listening to every yeah, yeah. word you guys say. I, I can see how, we're not a call, obviously, but I can see how someone on the outside, like Dana, can show up and be like, <laughs> we yo. We make that a shirt. We are not a call. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how Dana was just like, oh, my God, they praised you guys. This guy, she would like, this guy came and bought all the T-shirts. <laughs> and she, she's like, this is a cult. This isn't just a group. They're past groupies. <laughs> Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Ladder. That's right. Ladderlife.com. Okay. Ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork when you apply for a $3 million in coverage or less. And let me tell you, daddy's getting life shirts. Okay. I'm getting it. I'm going to use Ladder. Okay. You just need a few minutes. On a phone, laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithm works in real time, so you'll find inst find out instantly if you're approved, okay? If you prefer to talk to a person, their team of licensed agents 
Doesn't work on commission, so they'll help you and not upsell you, okay? No hidden feeds, cancel at any time, get a full refund if you change your mind in 30 days, man. You don't get that anymore. That's This is good stuff right here. And letter policies are issued by insurers with long-proven histories of paying claims. They're A and A-plus rated by AM Best. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now is the time to cross it off your list. So here's what we're going to do. All right, guys, I want you to do this. So go to ladderlife.com slash tinfoil today to see if you are instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R-L-I-F.com slash tinfoil. Ladderlife.com slash tinfoil. Get it and win. The paranoia and just wanting to get away for a while really started when I started researching the most, like, what I think is the most important topic ever, and it's the, uh, it's called the sentient world simulation. And you can, uh, I mean, it's a real thing. You can search it up. Um, it was you gotta spell it for him, please. Sentient? Can you grab me a water? Can you grab can me I have one? Oh, I have water. Yeah, there you go. Um, but the sentient world simulation, I believe, was created by the Department of Defense and um, the University of Purdue. And um, basically what it is, it's this quantum computer that uh, has a mirror model. It's creating a mirror model of the world um, in real time, updating constantly. So everything in there is exactly like this world. And um, they have sev their, their goal is to make 7 billion avatars. Every single person will have a digital doppelganger. And that's what they're using all of your data for. Like, you know, there's no agents per person that are just checking your phone history. But that's what they're doing is they're using all of your preferences, your frequent locations, your, and they're recreating you inside the simulation. So, yeah. Yeah, there's some avatar out there that's into what, some weird shit. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Just go to the wiki real quick. Yeah, it's got to be this avatar. They're like, God, this is the bad one. Can we just tinker with his? Okay, he's, a, he's a weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, I think they could do all sorts of stuff to you with the. Bob, with are you the, sure these numbers are right? There's no way this guy is on YouPorn this much. <laughs> I used to laugh so hard because Pornhub would give you medals and badges. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> you look like a, a foreign dictator. Thing? You look like like Castro. You know, with just all the ribbons. I'm a, I used to have a joke about how I was eleven level thirty nine dick wizard. <laughs> What are we looking at? You guys look scared. Yeah, this, <laughs> the sentient world simulation is no joke. Yeah, it's a video and everything about this shit. It's and crazy. it's it's so there's a digital XG. Mm -hmm. Is he illegal in that thing too? <laughs> Am I illegal everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, if they really wanted to know where you're at, they wouldn't have to track your phone. They just type in where Sam right now in the computer, and they would see where you're most likely at just based on your. You know, they try and predict your patterns. And, really? And map your mind, yeah. This is all part of, like, the Blue Brain Project. I think that's what it's called. Um, started by Obama, our Blue Brain Initiative. They're trying to map human consciousness and basically control people with AI. That's, <laughs> that's my theory. Um, oh, so what they could do is take this digital character of me and try to... M Manipulate with different stimuluses right, exactly. and stuff. So the the sentient world simulation, this is all factual, this is real, but where the conspiracy part comes in is I think since this thing is in a quantum computer, they want to try and quantumly entangle your real self with the digital self. And this is all goes into the transhumanist thing. Um, 
but yeah, I think that once they have you merge with your digital avatar, they could just, you know, go in the simulation and, oh, Nick thinks he's being abducted by a UFO. Nick thinks he's thinking this. Nick's seeing Bigfoot. But really, they're just, you know, they can make you see or feel anything. They already have voice-to-skull technology. They already have um, certain frequencies um, from, like, radio tower. Like, you could search up on Scientific American right now. Alex Jones talked about it, that there's uh, they can control people's minds through cell phone towers. Um, but like I was saying, they have these frequencies that can actually like hurt you, like your skin will get hot or, you know, you'll be itchy. Like they can just mess with you in all sorts of different ways. <clears throat> so I have weird feelings about all this and I'm not saying it's not real. This is like where the, cra- yeah, the craziest conspiracy theory ta- theorists talk about this, but I'm, I def- I a hundred percent believe in it now. I, I used to be really skeptical of all that stuff, but. Well, here's my whole thing. I, I it is of my belief that they have these things it's possible i do believe in direct energy weapons but my whole thing is like if they have all this stuff why don't they just come out and just lock us down why are they doing it incrementally this is the the fourth world war you know it's a it's a war on the mind there is no actual physical battle going on it's the war for the mind and um they are rolling it out right now, I believe. You know, I is think is that the metaverse? Have you heard of the yeah, whole the, metaverse? Yeah, the metaverse. This is that part of Facebook them, yeah. and all of them are mm-hmm. getting together to fuck around. Have you heard of the metaverse? Yeah, no, augmented reality and smart cities. That's all. That all goes together. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be releasing some metaverse with Facebook and all this, and they're supposed to. It's like a new five G type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I haven't really. I, I don't. I barely even like know. De- yeah. Uh, the metaverse in general. I don't know about Facebook's one or any of that. Maybe that's new. But the metaverse in general is like the new world that is the digital world merged with the real world. So like in the future someday, what they tell us they want to do is you know everything will be augmented reality, meaning you'll be able to interact with uh, the environment digitally. Like I don't know if we'll have like contact lenses that make us see advertisements or something but we'll be able to interact with our entire environment and the environment will be collecting data from us constantly because well they want chips in us and all that that nonsense but my question is is there a counter to this build our own breakaway civilization i have no idea or at least i mean i do think there's little ways right now to overcome this like the simulation that's trying to predict everyone and map map them out. I think you can, you know, change up your routine and be more spontaneous in life, and it makes it a little bit more difficult for them. You know, act authentically, act from the heart. You know, do things that are random. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think they're rolling all this stuff out right now. Um, I mean, COVID. If you flip the word backwards, it's divic, which is you know, have you heard of the divic box? You know, yes. so divic means possessed by in Hebrew. Nineteen is AI. <coughs> one is a nine is i and um oh I, I think God. so i really think um yeah so covid19 possessed by ai i really think that all of this mrna stuff is part of the you know merging people with the simulation which sounds crazy but you can go on mit right now and look up super prayer mag- listen it doesn't paramagnetic sound crazy nanoparticles. On this show. <laughs> okay you don't have to say that because yeah we 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 are we la- live in cuckoo town so you we can enjoy search that. it up on mit paramagnetic nanoparticles that's uh delivered through vaccines and then you can search up on mit how do we control someone's brain and then they'll tell you oh you need paramagnetic nanoparticles merged with their dna or, or covalently bonded with their dna and then um you know, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, the blue light, too, like the optogenetics. If you look into that, um, they've literally discovered how to, like, mind control mice with blue light. And what is everything surrounding us? 
you know, our computer screens, our cell phones. It's As all, I look around, all, there's all blue, blue lights light. all over this mm -hmm. place. Johnny. And if you look at the chakra system, too, the third eye is the blue chakra. And I think what they're doing is, you know, they're messing with our minds with the blue light, which sounds ridiculous. But I know, I know you said it doesn't, but. It doesn't. It doesn't. So I'm just, I, 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 I don't know, man. I just think there's a lot of manipulation going on. And I think that for all the darkness, there's also entities of light mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that push back on these things. I don't know. Maybe that's just me having hope porn, you know, mm -hmm. <coughs> that we're going to be able to beat these things. I mean, I just think that the, I mean, like, it, if we didn't have the power, and I could be completely wrong, you know, it's like, I, I just, I don't know if I could g become a black pill. I don't mm -hmm, know if I could mm -hmm. do that. Cause I don't know, I don't know that it's healthy. <laughs> Even if everything is hopeless, you're not going to do any good for anyone walking around like that. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I just I just feel like it's. I wouldn't do the show. Mm -hmm. If I one day came up and said, none, it's, we're done. It's not, we're fucked. Then I think I would end the show. Yeah, I would rather be like delusion delusionally <laughs> optimistic than like, Super intellectual and cynical all the time. I just. I think it's a horrible way to yeah, live your yeah, life. Yeah. And I have no problems with black pill people. We mm -hmm. have them on all the time, mm -hmm. and I enjoy them. But I have to run that through my my prism of hope that we come out the other end. I don't know if we'll ever be like free of these parasites. I like, think. What would black pill you? Like, what what would have to happen? And like, do you not like where you were like, you know what, dude, X. Fuck Mondays. We ain't doing Mondays no more. It's over. We're sticking to broken. That's stomach. a great question. Because so, we've we've gone down the like some crazy shit has happened where I would have been like, okay, maybe Sam, this will black pill his ass. No, you're still very positive, which is great. But is there anything where you're like, I think with God in the picture, it's impossible to be black pilled because like even in the Bible it says like when you see all of this insane stuff happening, you're supposed to rejoice, you know, because you that it's supposed to increase your faith and know that it's all going according to plan still. Yeah, man, I, I, I believe that as well. I think, it, I think there's no reality. There's only perception. Mm -hmm. And what you focus on becomes your reality. And, like, you know, when we go into, like, hey, dude, they dropped a bomb on Hiroshima. That's how dark this shit gets. Mm -hmm. Then you start studying Hiroshima. You're like, well, if it's radioactive, why'd they move right back in? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then you start going, okay, none of this makes sense. I... Chernobyl goes nuts, right? I've never been to Chernobyl. But Chernobyl goes nuts to the point that people, like, do tours in hazmat suits, right? Mm -hmm. But I've been to Hiroshima, dude. I wasn't in a hazmat suit. I was just walking around. How about Fukushima or Fukushima, the new one? The, the people, no one died. They say no one died. Everyone's kicking it. So it's it. like all this <laughs> Makes shit no sense. that's out there. And they're just like, oh, yeah, dude. I mean, the stuff out there is just so fucking insane. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I keep hearing this shit forever. I do believe to a point they used direct energy weapons. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that kind well, of... They admitted they exist at this point. What? They've admitted that they exist at this point. It's not like a conspiracy anymore. Oh, it's a conspiracy. I mean, like, dude, for you and me, it's not. Right. Well, no, they've said it on television. Talking about China has direct energy weapons and all this stuff, and you look into Havana syndrome, they'll tell you that oh, there's frequency weapons messing with people's yeah. minds. So 
a lot of these things, yeah, they're they're coming out as true. I mean, and then it could be double layered conspiracy. Maybe it's just fear porn or whatever. Well, that's my but, whole thing. What a great way to control us. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the nuke thing, I'm not super familiar with the conspiracy that they're fake. I've heard everyone say it. I've never looked into it, and I I could see how they might be, but I do believe that there's been nuclear explosions and that they they have to do it at certain dates and certain times. Like, have you ever you know the Trinity site where they tested the nuclear bomb and like forget i think it was new mexico i don't know i could be wrong but anyways it was like on the 33rd parallel there's all this numerology that goes behind it i was like maybe these are rituals you know maybe does, does numerology make you believe in assimilation even more <sighs> yeah i mean kind of um honestly what i think was well, new mexico oh, okay um what i think about numerology and stuff I, to me it doesn't matter if we're in a simulation or not i think that the numerology is like proof to me that there's an, an ethereal realm or a spiritual realm where that's who's really pulling the strings. Like there's something beyond humans that are pulling the strings, affecting people's thought processes, making sure everything happens at a certain time, a very certain way. Because, um, yeah, I don't think people are that competent. Like I don't think the Illuminati is so competent that they can organize everything to the second. I think that there's spirits, you know, tugging people certain directions. I, do, I say it all the time on here. And, John, I don't know if you agree with me. I, I think you might But it disagree. does seem like the source code of the simulation. It does. But I, I think pros, I think that's what these casinos used to p determine spreads and all this shit on, like, how who's going to win, who's going to lose, like, all this numerology that's involved with it. Now, I'm not saying they don't use stats and stuff like that, but it seems so eerily you know, correct. Like how close it is. Well, it's also it's also wisdom of the masses because they're they're always trying to make sure there are equal number of bets on either side of a line, you know, so that they don't get hurt one way or the other because they're just taking the vig basically. They're taking the percentage above each bet that they get. So they want it to be 50 on one mm -hmm. team and 50 on the other team. And there is, you know, have you ever heard of wisdom of the masses this idea that if yeah. you get enough people's response on anything, it's going to tend to be more accurate once mm -hmm. you and I, I think that some of that goes into setting those lines too, or at least oh, when they energy. start moving around. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah. almost like perception creates reality. Whatever the majority believes exactly. becomes exactly. the truth. So the energy. So if we're like Tom Brady is taking on the New Orleans Saints, could be, dude. And they put it at <laughs> seven, and everybody goes, "Oh, Tom Brady's going to score more, more than seven, be uh, win by more than seven. That energy you think affects the be, game. Yeah, I'm not know. saying you're wrong. I'm just because that makes sense to me. It could well, be the way he's talking about it. Is like let's say you ask a hundred people how much this weighs, they'll round up all yeah. those numbers. That's a classic example. Yeah. Of and it. while rounding it up, they'll get close enough to the right number. Someone will obviously will say a hundred, and one will say one. Like, but those numbers are irrelevant. Yeah. Or like jelly beans in yeah, a jar. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you get enough responses and you average them. They're gonna tend to be clo damn close to actually how many jelly beans are in the jar. Pretty almost to the point, like you'll be a couple numbers off. Oh, so that's why the line moves up and down based on the action they're getting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> but that still seems like energy work to me. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Back it, to the numerology thing, real quick though. I had this one guy message me, and you know, you never know who's you know it could be a fake story, or whatever. But this guy messaged me. And he told me that numerology, you can actually like turn questions. You can write out, write out a question and then you can turn the letters into numbers. And you, I don't know how it works, but he was telling me that there was some way to do this where you can ask a question and then the, 
you add up the numbers and you'll actually get an answer. And he was describing numerology as like the Google of reality. Like you just type in whatever you want, you can figure it out. And he said his grandpa did, and he had this huge book of how to do that. Because he was like asking me if I knew. I was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and he's like, my grandpa used to have this huge book and he, uh, you know, he figured out how to use n numerology to directly answer questions. And, um, but he said he like destroyed the book or something. But I, I find that a really interesting idea that you could. Is that like that guy with the, remember that guy we had on that has that machine that he can ask yeah. questions to? What yeah. Would, the, is that based on numerology or is that based on energy fields or something? I can't remember. He was an alchemist, wasn't he? Alchemy. Yeah. Which is energy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, I think the same thing we were talking about, like when we focus on it, I think that's how crypto is. Yeah, All of a sudden, yeah. everyone's talking about this crypto and it starts shooting up. You know which one we're shooting up right now. Everyone's like, I see you're like, you, how's it doing? It's all affected by <laughs> memes, too. Yeah, like and I think magic, yeah. that's how it is. It's that whole energy. If you, everyone starts talking about this, this crypto, all of a sudden it starts blowing up. Elon Musk mentions it. It gets this weird, weird energy from it. And all of a sudden, it's at 80%, 800% up. And you're like, how did that happen? I'm with you on that. And that and the energy of the coin determines how the coin acts. Like if you look at Doge, right? Doge was always considered a smash and grab coin. So people were just smashing and grabbing it. But now you got stable. this. Stable. This Shiba, Shiba. Ooh. And people are just like, one penny, one penny, <laughs> one penny. One, and, and it's just slowly well, moving up. Like, like, oh, so I bought some, right? We, we all have some here. My favorite thing to go down is to go on Twitter and type in shit. Hashtag Shiba Inu Crypto. And you just how many people are talking about it. And the more they're talking about it, the more it's going to mm -hmm, go up. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, like you said, it's just the momentum of everybody talking about it, making oh memes. God. It's up what? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've heard people say that currency is attention. Whatever you pay attention to. 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> so the more people are paying attention to stuff, like a certain crypto, I'm sure it, it in, or like naturally it gains value because more people are paying attention to it. I like just, we can move it with all of us talking mm -hmm. about it. We can instantly like. I do think there's something bad about crypto. Though. <laughs> they, they kind of are enjoying us having fun with this because eventually, yeah, I mean, it's it's the cashless society. It's but let the, me ask you something. Prep for that. Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Do you think the internet is completely controlled by them? Completely? Like there's been no way. Uh, there's been no like nerd dorks who couldn't get laid who figured out a way. To do something on the internet to impress women that that it's like everything. Do you think they oh, they control every single no, aspect? No, I don't think anything in the world is completely controlled. I mean, even in these institutions, there's people with their own agendas and people fight and people don't get along and like you know they're just like us. They're just really fucking evil. But <laughs> you know, no one's that competent. You know, they're no, just like us, fucking evil. I said they're, but just not. Are they extremely fucking evil? They're oh, just like, okay, they're just okay. like us. They're human beings, but yeah. they're just really fucking evil. They have weird beliefs. But do you believe in reptilians? Like, I, I kind think of. I think they argue between each other. I think Hillary and another reptilian are arguing about how much blood they should drink right, or if right. they drink too they much blood. The they're adrenaline. just like us. They yeah. argue about shit that in their world is important mm -hmm, to them. Mm -hmm. I, I, here's my opinion on these reptilians. I like Robert Monroe's stuff about it. What does he say? That they're like astral entities. Like that they exist in the astral realm. And maybe they do exist physically. Is that archons, basically? Yeah, pretty much. And, I do believe in archons. I believe in... I, 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 I dude, I, I, you know... I think they need artificial bodies to be here. And that's where, like, the AI-alien connection comes in. Because, uh... If you look up what a Xenobot is right now, 
there are these new technologies, this new technology created in 2020 where they use a computer to print biological matter. And what? It's con- and it's controlled by AI. Xenobots? X-E-N-O-B-O-T. Look up Xenobots, dude. You have one job. <laughs> Xenobots. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I mean, we... Uh, I we think have- that's what the grays are. They're like biological. Z, uh, they're 3D printed biological yeah, yeah, bodies. Yeah. I think, I, I, well, yeah, dude, well, why not, man? Meet the Xenobots, world's first living self healing robots created from frog stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a CNN. This is a, it's a real, Isn't like, that a how leg- Jurassic Park started with yeah, the fucking exactly. with frog DNA. <laughs> That's exactly Did we not learn our lesson. Yeah. I mean, like, trust science. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a Terminator. Don't forget Terminator too. We've seen those AI shit that's going and, on. And you know, the 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 way the the ultra left or the ultra progressives, which tend to be nerd dorks, right? <laughs> right. Johnny's a redneck one. Right? Would, you, <laughs> would you consider yourself a hick? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. See, guns and farms and yeah, yeah. yeah but you're literate, Braves right? Fan, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, but you're literate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where, uh, and believe it or not, John, even though my parents are teachers, my town is pretty like farms, lots of farms everywhere, all over the upstate New York. A lot of good people in that kind of land. They're good people. Working they're, off the land. They're it interesting. Kinda, it keeps people. you humble, though, working off the land. Cause it's simple, and that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, but you're simple. connected to weather and cycles in a way that people in cities aren't, and it can humble you, those things. Well, I mean, we can get into the city stuff where it's like, I think that's part of our Agenda 2030, right? Mm-hmm. Get us into fucking cities so they bombard us with overpopulation, climate change, and everyone's like, oh, my God. It's like, you live in L.A., and we do this all the time when we fly to gigs, oh. and you're like, dude, there's nobody around here. Like, it's shocking to you when you live in L.A. Mm-hmm. That, that you can go miles of forest. Oh, my God, dude. I went driving through Utah. There was just thousands of miles of nothing. Of just, nothing? Yeah, just nothing. So I did Owen Benjamin's show a long time ago, like before he went on his journey, you know. And he was talking to me about, because he was like, I go, he, I go we, somehow we got into what he thought enslaved humanity. And he said, wheat, wheat. I go, what? <laughs> and I didn't get it at that time. And I thought he was off his rocker. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of sit back and I realize like farming and all that stuff started mm-hmm. creating uh, scarcity, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and he's like, no, there's enough food for everybody forever. And right. I'm like, what? Goes all the way back to the god of harvest, Saturn, your favorite subject. Yeah. <laughs> so like, again, I owe an apology on that because he's completely right on that way back on that. It's like, I really do believe there's like, there's not an overpopulation problem. Mm-hmm. Is there pollution? 100%. I mean, the air we breathe in LA, go to parts of China. It's really bad because people aren't meant to live on top of each other like mm-hmm. this. We're meant to be spread out on the land. And there's enough land for everybody. Mm-hmm. It just, we've been fucking corralled into these cities because that's where the work is. That's where the jobs are. That's where the this is. That's where the that is. Yeah, they definitely want everyone in cities. I Eventually, they want to make smart cities, like I said. And those will be, you know way more controlled than what we have now. I mean, we'll look at what's going on uh, freaking everybody out with the cargo ships. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see, I mean, I don't know what's, why can't we just bring them in? 
Because they're trying to say because of COVID, they have to quarantine for a week. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's why they're out there. What's more dangerous, COVID or starving people? I or know. fucking food going rotten? I mean, it's just yeah. sitting there like... Yeah. What is the- well, I'm just waiting for people to wake up to what's going on. They, we, Our leaders are literally sabotaging us. Mm-hmm. How come we're not going crazy? The rest of the world goes nuts because the margin of error is so thin. Like, if you go from here to here... Dude, that's like famine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go from okay having I like surviving life to dude. How am I gonna eat? Where's my money? Are we gonna eat the dog? Like that's literally where it goes to. Mm-hmm. That's why they're overthrowing their leaders every other week. The problem with America is that we have it so good. We're like, come on, man, come on. Right. Freaked out Don't over toilet fuck paper. This up. We freaked out over toilet paper. But we didn't. We did, yeah, but we, they made it. They show videos, yeah. but at the end of the day, like, nobody went to the streets demanding right, right. change. And, like, L.A. will be the last place to do it. New York is already going nuts on people. L.A. won't do it because there's so many conformists in this town. They are so worried about not getting fucking a green light in an industry that is dying. Yeah, I was a little bit scared to drive out here. I was like, I'm going right into the belly of the beast. Don't really know. Don't really know why I'm doing this. I had it pretty good in Ohio. There's, there's no one freaking out. out Do you wear a mask? It? Huh? Do you wear a mask? It? When? When was uh, the last Ohio, time you wore a mask? I had to wear one in a store, but only because like someone asked me to or whatever. I wasn't in a fight <laughs> with them. I was like, oh my god. But here uh, though, right? Yeah, in LA. Yeah. But in Fresno, um, up north, like no one. Some people are wearing masks more than like Ohio. But, like, no one's yelling at you. I think it's optional. Yeah. Here it's, here it's mandatory. You can't go into a store without them, literally. And they can tell you to wait outside for whatever you buy. You go to Starbucks and you have a mask on, they'll bring it to you outside. Because it's not even about health anymore. It's literally about not wearing a mask. These people associate that with Republicans and, and conservatives. And they just rally against that. It has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with identity politics. And it's embarrassing. Like, you walk in there, and they're like, can you step outside, sir? I already walked in the fucking building. Whatever I got already fucking has it. I already touched the doorknob. I'm already here. Give me my fucking... They're like, can you step outside, sir? And you kind of are. You're like, whatever. But, yeah. Because then I didn't have a mask. And they're like, you can't be in this establishment. I totally agree with that, dude. And it's a, a, and what they've also done. You know what's so interesting? And maybe because I don't deal with them as much as I used to, but it just seems like before COVID, the TS, TSA was just a bunch of assholes, right? Mm-hmm. And they're busting balls. But now that like the TSA is everywhere, like in life with the mass, yeah. they seem to have calmed down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had a real incident with a TSA a couple of days ago. So oh, I, really? she was just yelling, screaming at this guy, and he was like, "I didn't say anything." And she goes, "It was your body language, sir." Oh, <laughs> we just God. screaming at the top of her lungs. So I guess she'd had it. Uh, they, so yeah, I don't. I haven't observed. I was in a busy airport but, a few weeks ago. They didn't even make me take off my shoes or anything. They're just like, "Just go, just go, just go," because there's so many people. That happens in Raleigh a lot. When I fly out of Raleigh in North Carolina. They they don't give a shit. They're just like they're, you leave your leave your iPad and your computer in your bag. Don't yep. take your shoe. You just walk past that dog. I bet and, you know. they're over it too. Yeah. I bet you they're like, what are we doing this for? And then one time, sometimes you can leave your ba- your computer in your backpack. Sometimes you can't. It's like, what is it gonna blow up? Because they make it seem like it's, it needs its own bin. It yeah. doesn't even make sense or why you, you pull your computer out. They're afraid of water bottles being bombs, but they put them in a trash can with all the other bombs. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Well, so much of this, this government 
kind of like fucking overreach completely lacks logic. It's a charade mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's meant to inspire comfort, but it doesn't solve I think anything. it's meant to create cognitive dissonance in people Could for be. real because none yeah. of it makes sense. Yeah. And, and the COVID all, rules don't make sense. TSA rules don't well, make sense. Well, it's also that like the people who are enforcing this, if, if all laws are gone and we went back to caveman shit, mm. they would either be fucked or killed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. yeah. They would be fucked and killed off yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. And like because we have this law, this, this structure of society, they have found a way to manipulate it into power. Yeah, they're mentally breaking everyone very subtly. It's like MK Ultra on a mass scale. Well, I mean, remember the, when the protests were happening or the riots, protests, sometimes riots. When they went to Beverly Hills, all of a sudden, nope, not here. Oh yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what happened. If, you know. if it really went down, everybody would go straight to Beverly Hills, and there would be no one to protect them at that point. Mm-hmm. So they know they got to keep the fucking. You gotta keep the fucking government intact so that nothing happens to them. Because when that riots happened, they got scared. People remember that with that lady outside her house with the guns with the old man. Yeah, yeah, they they knew some shit could have gone down right there. Pl- pl- oh yeah, ma'am, start fucking plugging people, dude. I watched this video today on on Twitter. Can you find my Twitter? I want to show you this video. What? Oh, can you? Sh- I got it. Yeah. So it's a video of. What's your Twitter everybody's now? Everybody's on. I'm fucking this train, Fat Dragon Pro. Everybody's on this train. And this, this black guy is screaming at this white chick, and he punches her, and nobody does anything. Jeez. And you know what that, you know, the first thing came to my head? Weak men make hard times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going down. You'll see it. It's where, uh, no, you'll see it. I don't even know what the fuck that was. <laughs> <laughs> go, go up, go up, go up. There it Some, is. There it is. Okay. Watch this. Now, I think she's with somebody. We should have sound with this. I think you're paired still, actually. So if you turn your volume, I don't up. even think you need the volume. Just oh, make okay. it big on okay. the screen so people can. <laughs> yeah, I mean the world's getting so crazy. I'm my literally partially out here to go to fight with my friend who's uh, like in jujitsu and stuff. Just because of how crazy everything is, I want to be able to protect my family and stuff. Oh, and nobody did anything. Oh. Damn. And her oh, boyfriend's God. right there. Oh. All he said was whoa to him. <laughs> what she said, like, take a chill pill or something. Right? <laughs> what? Punch her in the face. Damn, she took it too, didn't she? She took it. She's a champ. Which makes you think he punches like a girl. What a piece of shit that guy is. Oh, yeah, like fucking that. real. I would lose it, dude. I would lose it. I, you'd lose I'd it. I'd be like, today's the day we find out Krav Maga works. Mm-hmm. Even if it wasn't your girl, you'd lose it. I would lose it. Dude. If it was anybody you knew, unless it was like some random ass I'm like, crazy hey, man, person. Who you I, hit? Yeah. Are you hitting chicks, bro? And then you just, you know, and today's the day we find out. I, that was going to happen in Starbucks. I'm going to talk about it tonight. Today's the day we find out Krav Maga means Yo, anything. If you take him down, he's got a new fucking... Member, because I'm <laughs> signing up to Krav Maga. If I hear that Sam took someone out. Oh, but look at how that dude punches that chick. Do oh, you yeah. think he hits hard? No. That chick took him, just sat there. She's all of 100 pounds. That guy holding the bag next to her Pussy. looks like she likes to get, he likes to get fucking yeah. pegged. Yeah. <laughs> He's cuck holding her pegging. He's not fucking her. It's crazy times, but this is all a, a mass ritual. Mm-hmm. But you, do you, don't, you think it gets worse or you think it gets better? Uh... I don't, 
I don't know for sure. I mean, I hope it doesn't get any worse, but I don't see it getting any better right now. Um, actually, you know, there's been some signs of hope with people, you know, fighting back against the mandates and stuff and them, you know, totally removing them in different places. Um, I think, I honestly think that'll happen here once they actually, isn't November 4th when they like mandate everyone's vaccine passport or whatever? Yeah, they're supposed I to think, I think people are going to not, they're going to freak out. I think it's like a 27th is when you have to, that's when you have to have it to go into like grocery stores and shit. Yeah. Oh, in grocery stores? Oh yeah, Sam, you didn't know? <laughs> a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to fight some people. I mean, a lot of businesses that said they aren't going to do yeah. it. And the sheriff says he's not going to enforce it. But, yeah. But, dude, Even have you the been numbers to are, supermarket? The numbers are going down, though, dude. If you believe, believe their numbers... Which I don't. Yeah, I don't either. This, but they're even saying it's going down. It's not necessary anymore yeah. according to their own rules. Under this mandate, we'll, be, we'll need to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination to enter restaurants, bars, coffee shops, stores, gyms, spas, or salons. People attending large outdoor events will also need to show evidence of either vaccine or proof of negative. Outdoor events. That tells you yeah. they're not following their own rules. Yeah. Because yeah. they say nobody gets it outside. Right? Nobody. I mean, why do we eat in restaurants outside for a year? But there's there's two things going on. Conformity, right? And then on top of that, man, it's this whole notion of like, hey, if I'm fucked, you're fucked too. Mm -hmm. Come be fucked with me. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I had a buddy of mine. I, I, I'm trying to learn a little bit more about him, but in terms of like, he just passed away in his sleep, had a heart attack. He's my age. Mm -hmm. Scares you, huh, Sam? Well, it's like for no reason. Like, it, like I, I that's why. Me. I mean, he like I didn't see. He came see to see me do stand up two years ago, and I just want to find out if like was he unhealthy? Because mm -hmm. I don't remember him. He was always a guy who worked out and was in shape and. You know, he was a crazy kid when we were in college, and then he kind of grew up and became a good man, uh, a good father, and everybody was like, he was, he, he was really a good dude, mm -hmm. and had a heart attack in his sleep. Four daughters. Crazy. And it's just like, was this the vaccine? Did he just get the vaccine? Had he, had he, so it's like, it's, it's, do you know if he got it? Well, I'm, I, I think I'm going to fly in for the memorial mm -hmm. on Monday, get in, get out, mm -hmm. show some respect. Is that the first time someone passed away from something like that? Because I've had, like, for me in high school, I've had people pass away from cancer or car, uh, car accident. In my life? Yeah, and from, like, high school. Because, I, I mean, that's when you start looking shit up. When people start dying for no reason is when, like, oh, shit, I better start getting life insurance. Shit's just different now. Because people are dying, but they die because they're fucking around, doing coke or whoop-de-whoop. -whoop. But that just happened, like you said. He just was sleeping. That's kind of when you, oh, that's when it way, starts hitting if, shit. If you gotta go, that's the way to go. Can we all agree? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was super early, but hey, dude, you hit the jackpot. I'm passing out. I'm passing on. But uh, no, dude, I there was because I'm in. You know, I, I struggle with drugs and alcohol, man. And I, there was a period where in three years I lost 15 people to either drugs, alcohol, cancer. Uh, heart attacks, suicides. Yes, suicides yeah. were bad. Yeah, you had dude. a couple bad ones that I remember. And it's just like, and suicide is so hard because it's like, dude. And you know, we look at I got this, I got hey, Brody's up there. It's like this too shall pass. This too shall pass, man. And like, so I I have a cousin of mine that I'm just really focusing on right now, man. I'm focusing on this kid. Because he's super smart and he's born into a world of shit. And I just want to fucking 
help him rise like a phoenix, and he's really responding to it. I like, I love it. Like, I feel awkward sometimes, but then I'm like, no, dude, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fucking help this kid figure this shit out because I don't want him to fucking allow the darkness to seep in. That's so easy to do, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like in recovery, I learned everything going on in my life is like directly related to decisions I've made and actions I've taken, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I am my own worst. I am causing all the pain in my life, all the suffering. By running and gunning forever, I cause all this chaos, and I want this kid to understand that. Right. And like when, when, you know, it's like Brody passes on. It's like I know there was some pharmaceutical stuff involved, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like I, I just could not get him to accept how how loved he was, and that because he was never going to be Zach Galifianakis, that doesn't mean he's a failure. Because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people want equal outcome, and that's not this realm we live in. Right. And you got to fucking open your mind to like, I mean, dude, I'm about to celebrate my 49th birthday. This will come out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be 49 years old. By the way, I was super nervous at the beginning, and I got my own age wrong. I think I said I'm turning 28. I'm actually turning 27. So I just, <laughs> I just want, I just want to You always feel a year older than you are. Yeah. Well, my friend turns 28 on Halloween, so maybe that was it. I don't know, but yeah. Is that a weird birthday, you think? A Halloween birthday? Like, I think having a birthday on a holiday got to suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Christmas. Yeah, Ooh. I was gonna say Christmas is probably the worst. Yeah, mine's December eighteen. It's like that's close. Oh, I feel like a twin, and you have to People, share. Well, I just end up getting one gift, you know? Like, hey, we just thought we'd roll it in. Yeah, man, one here's your birthday. Here's your and they make it seem like, oh, we pack them together, and you know they did it. Yeah, they just got you one gift. One gift, and, and they made two things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your girlfriend's must love it, Johnny. What now? Your girlfriends like people like that. Be like, oh, we're just nah, gonna because put them she wants. She's big on making sure we give a gift for everything, so she wouldn't. Oh, she's a smart one. She's uh, yeah, that's women. I mean, that's look smart. at we had this thing with Dana. She just got want a heart and a pain. Yeah, and even though I don't, I all I want is some lobster roll, and I'm out. That's all I need for my birthday. I don't need anything else. Uh, but I want to get back into, um, you know. Your early journeys, man, because like you were doing some of those really great for the longest time. Twitter threads were like the best way to get information, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you were doing a ton of those, right? Mm-hmm. What were some of your more popular ones? Well, the most popular was Did the World End in 2012? It has like a hundred thousand retweets, like it's insanely viral, and it's still going viral on Facebook. Like someone else reposted it, like just took screenshots of everything, and it's going totally viral on there. I'm getting all these messages on Facebook now. Like, years later. Do you think it ended? Um, well, I got to tell you a really weird synchronicity about this. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so literally two days ago, three days ago, when I, was, when I first got here um, to L.A., I traveled back up north for the last two days, but I came back down for this. But um, my last day hanging out in L.A. before I came back, um, I went to the Van Gogh uh, Museum art exhibit thing, mm-hmm. and... Uh, there was like a homeless guy outside, um, you know, selling his art. And so I bought something from him and um, gave him a pack of smokes. And um, he wrote his Instagram. He's like, if I write my Instagram on the back of this, will you, um, you know, send me a picture of you with the art and you know, blah, 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 send it to me so I can post it on Instagram. I was like, yeah, sure. 
So the next day I get that done, I send it to him, and he's like, thank you so much, man. And um, he's like, by the way, um, I have this theory that uh, CERN destroyed the universe and all this stuff. And he, di he didn't even look at my Instagram. There's nothing about that on Instagram. Um, I kind of messed that story up. So the weirdest, the weirdest thing about that was actually is um, I was driving around with this girl, and we were talking about the CERN 2012 thing. And she's like, yeah, you can't really just like walk up to any stranger on the street and talk to him about CERN because they have no idea what it is. <laughs> Literally in that moment, that dude sent me that message. He's like, by the way, I think CERN destroyed the universe in 2012. I was like, what is going on? That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, is this a CIA or is this a real synchronicity? <laughs> I, I, I think there's know. so much synchronicity. I mm -hmm. think about people all the time. They call me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's like energy, dude. Mm -hmm. Energy. I do. Like, I definitely believe in synchronicity. Like, there's like definitely i also think that there's there can be artificial ones like i think some people will be led on like a, a easter egg hunt looking for something that the dark side wants them to look for and they don't even know until like they've been led down this weird you know rabbit trail and they're like oh crap i'm involved in some weird shit now and they didn't even know where they were being led but you know like i think that's the thing with magic because you start seeing all this awesome stuff and you like you don't you know it's like um I don't know, it's just so enticing, you know? What is your thoughts on magic? Because we've been doing a lot of magic uh, conversations lately. I mean, I, I think I think it's almost impossible to avoid it. I think, you know, words are magic. You know, we're constantly... Almost everything we do is in some way, like, ritualistic. Like, that's just the way society is designed. I think it's good to be aware of that. Um, but ultimately, like, yeah, I don't, like, practice anything. I just believe in God. You know, I think that's where the real magic is. I mean, of course, there's probably ways to amplify that with, you know, other weird things people do. But I personally don't do, like, any ritual besides, like, um, my ritual, like, years ago when I was super motivated and super had all my shit together. I was, like, you know, waking up at 530 and writing down my goals and, like, meditating and doing Wim Hof deep breathing and cold showers. And that was, like, my ritual. But I do think that when you're, like... That's, I think it's all placebo. I think that's what helped me manifest so quickly is because I felt so good, you know? Yeah, I, I think the world's ran by sorcerers. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. It's all, it's all magic. I just don't want to do what they're doing, you know? Yeah, I, I, don't want, I think they sold their, 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 their souls, and mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. they want uh, transhumanism. Right. The magic might not even be theirs. It might be the demons. They just think they're magical, you know? But the demons are really giving them these supernatural powers. I think that's so true. I think it's like everything's an occult ritual mm -hmm. done on a, a massive scale. Mm -hmm. And they're just manipulating us. And that's why what is up is really down all the time. I think the ritual is, it's a massive moon child ritual to, to birth a new life form, which is the transhuman, the, the robot, you know, the man merged with the machine. I think, yeah, I think they they just don't want to face the consequences of their decisions of how they treated people. Right, so they want to live forever. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we think this is a realm that we're here to learn lessons and we're only meant to pass through, mm -hmm. what a, a totally evil thing to do is trap you here. Mm -hmm. So you can never ascend up. Well, yeah, I mean, even the Bible, it says in those days, people will want to die. They won't be able to. It also talks about the people who get the mark of the beast will think with one mind. And I think they're talking about a literal hive mind, which would be the people linked up to that sentient world simulation. Jesus Christ. I mean, I mean, it's not like COVID is all about conformity and like hive mind like thinking. These people are 
you know, none of it even makes sense, but they're all just doing it because the rest of everyone's doing and it. Not just COVID, dude. This is whole woke movement, the, you know, and the way it manifests on social media. I mean, think about, you know, anytime something happens now, you pretty much know what people are going to say about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In in the majority, even you know, and and I don't think that's ever been true. Is before. it the majority? I just feel like well, no, but I mean on social, like yeah. you know, that group, you know exactly what they're gonna say. That woke group about like the Chappelle thing, we knew we knew what that was gonna be. And Were there any comics who came out against Chappelle outside of that fat lesbian? <laughs> no, nobody of note that I remember. They'd be stupid too. Yeah, I, I'm sure there were. But I don't remember. Isn't that crazy? Like. Like how many of them, th- and it goes back to conformity. How many people didn't say anything about Dave Chappelle, but they completely threw fucking Shane Gillis under the bus? Oh, like, it's, yeah, it's where you, they are. Yeah. You were listening. I think, I think the whole Chappelle thing was like a psyop for more divide and conquer stuff. I think it was all scripted. Like they planned it out. It's not like the Netflix people that. didn't know that people were going to get outraged, or they totally orchestrated the outrage. I think the they totally place. orchestrated yeah. it. I don't think I, anyone was actually really that upset. I think the E Channel changed how everybody operated. I mean, you now. know who owns Netflix, right? Yeah, the guy who uh, his uncle created propaganda, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? And people yeah. don't realize, like, how crazy that is. Mm-hmm. Look at all the low-frequency shit out mm-hmm. there. Squid games. I mean, that's yeah. that was great. Low-frequency is shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he awful. did, that creator did earn my respect by dissing LeBron James. Did you see that? LeBron said he didn't like the ending of the show, and so the creator came out and said, have you seen Space Jam 2? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> how, about, how about you try to make your own sequel, and then I'll right. say I liked it except the end. He, he just crushed LeBron, so he got my respect a little bit. I think LeBron is uh, losing power left and right, dude. I, I, I mean, but anyway, I think he is part of it. That ends Cantor going off on China. He ends Cantor, yeah. yeah, yeah he's just- We're going to find out, like, uh, how long is he going to be in the league for? You could see him get ac- blackballed real early. Yeah, be interesting. And didn't Biden said we're supposed to have Taiwan's back? I, I just- and then the government said, and the Congress said, no, chill. Not, dude, no, we're not going shit, to war for that. That Taiwan shit, dude, is, I mean, that is down to the smallest levels. Like, I remember I used to work, my summer job was working this manual scoreboard for the Durham Bulls, right? And in all of our, sh- even though everybody who was a fan of the Taiwan team called it Taiwan, all the signs were Taiwan, we had to, anytime we interacted with somebody, call them Chinese Taipei. And we would get in trouble if we didn't call them Chinese Taipei. Even at a baseball game, dude, that's how big that shit was. Like, like they even baseball leagues are afraid of China. Just kind of like amateur shit. I, it was like amateur baseball. What do you think of China? Do you think China is the head of the demon? Do you think they're battling the new world order? What do you think? Is this a battle between? Did the new world order create a monster, or was new, China going to happen? They tried to insert themselves into it, which is what Cliff High was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that one. I loved that episode. Um, I have no idea, to be honest. I don't really have an opinion on China. Not that I'm scared of it. I think it's awful what they've... I know I do think COVID came from there. I think, actually, um, it started off in North Carolina, I believe. I think... Uh, what? Yeah, if you... if You, you can... Wait, a you coronavirus? Scumbags. What? You're saying it came from Johnny's hometown? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, there's a... There's, okay, so... Yeah. Whoa, in Johnny. North, in North Carolina, they, uh, I'm pretty sure Obama was funding Fauci's... Like at a laboratory in North Carolina. It's either North or South Carolina. But it's North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And um yeah, they were like studying 
coronaviruses, bat viruses, and they're doing gain of function research there. And then they had to move it to Wuhan. And then, yeah, the rest is history. It leaked from <laughs> Wuhan, though. I mean, and I, or it was intentionally released from Wuhan, but. Yeah, I really don't know what the, what the plan that's is. That's just too China, big a coincidence, though. right? Yeah. I mean, that's. I think they're all in cahoots together. Yeah, me too. Nick, what's the most astounding fact that you've learned on this journey in your life? That's really, really hard. Um, Well, it's only hard if you think there's a a right answer. Right, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a right answer to that. I think it's whatever you say it is. um, There's no pressure. Honestly, to me right now, the most mind-blowing stuff I'm learning about is the sentient world simulation and, and the AI uh, mind control stuff. Like, it's all there in print, and it's all documented. Like, it's not conspiracy. It could be, you know, fear porn. Maybe they just r- say all this crap, and it's not even real. Maybe they don't have it. I don't know how advanced their technology actually is. I've always questioned whether they really do have quantum computers or not. Um, or, like... Um, who was it? Chris Knowles saying how the robots, you know, it's all CGI. You know, I've questioned that too. I've thought maybe that's true, but yeah. I, so much of it is just a, a fucking trick. I saw uh, the men in black once. That's the most mind blowing thing. Why? <laughs> you saw men in black. I'm pretty sure I did. Where? In Florida. I was like UFO hunting. And they said, and, yo, no, they cool. didn't talk to me. They didn't talk to me. It was they like, go get jiggy with it. Nah, 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 <laughs> no. nah. It was like 3 a.m. on a beach on private property. That is weird to watch, to see someone in a suit at the beach. Yeah. Wait, was, wait, I'm sorry. You were trespassing or? Yeah, I was trespassing. Okay, okay got so it. So I was like, is this a cop? Why isn't he like paying attention to me? It, literally. So anyways, I got to this beach and um, there was this giant blue orb in the sky above the water. And I was kind of just watching it, but I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't have my glasses on. I don't know if it's actually real. And then I was just like kind of questioning it. I, I was like sounds stupid but i literally prayed about it. i was like god if this is real i need something that like confirms this and then all of a sudden down the beach there was this other blue light just flashing on and off on and off on and off and um i was like what the hell is that is that someone on a bike like bumping up and down is that someone with a flashlight like is it a security guard like i didn't know what it was but it never moved it just kept doing that and then all of a sudden from the opposite side of the beach this guy in a black suit <laughs> starts oh, so just crazy. walking at 3 a.m yeah 3 a.m he just walks all the way down the side of the beach and uh, like goes towards that light and um the person i was with they were like oh my god that was our chance to talk to the men in black i was like no we gotta go yeah <laughs> hey, 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 what, yeah. what brought you to that spot what was was it a well-known uh, it was uh, spot? random nodding Really? Yeah, well, I don't want to dive too deep into that. Okay, part. Yeah. you're not allowed yeah. to talk oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. I kind Interesting. of can, but I mean, I just rather not. Tell them about what it was. What was Randonati? It was this. Uh, I mean, it still is. It's a quantum random number generator that they use to take people to totally random locations. So, like, the theory behind it is basically, um, you know, everything in the world. You know, if so, it came from the theory that of determinism. People were saying, well, if reality really is predetermined, meaning that you don't have any free will, everything is set in stone, you know, from the moment you're born to the moment you die, um, this might be a potential way to break out of that and experience true randomness. But yeah, I left the project a while ago due to just like philosophical differences with the creator, but we've talked a few times here and there uh, since then. And Uh, does it, Rand, does that break the cycle of Set well, patterns. Well, someone they someone found some dead person with that 
mm-hmm. app thing. So they set their intention towards travel and found a suitcase with a body in it. That's yeah. when it got huge on TikTok. Or it was TikTok, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it got what, huge. What, yeah, you can download super, the app and everything. Yeah, super viral. Do you think this Gabby chick was a psyop? I don't know. I really don't know. It's so weird. All the things that you know, her looking like the iPad goat girl. Um, the fact that she was part of that like um, school shooting video, whatever. I think it was Parklet for the Parkland shooting. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that she was part of that. You know. I, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me why they're popularizing it so much. I think maybe it was like there was convenient synchronicities in there that they wanted to use for communications between other secret societies or something. I really don't know. But it's just weird to me because stuff like that happens all the time. And it's like, why focus on these two kids? And then the yeah. story just like they're dragging it out so long. And I'm sure there's going to be more stuff about like the mom and dad. Like they're going to probably talk to them. Like, uh, I think I heard it on your show where they where they like found all this stuff like thirty minutes after they left the house to go look for him. Or yeah, something. well, and then they lost the, the they had a tail on him and they lost it because the mother he he left in his car and then the mother came back in his car and had a hat on and was dressed like him and the police were like they have similar builds and that's how they lost him. It sounds like the mother helped him, you know, slip out and then do do whatever. And, happened. and we haven't seen any bodies. No, no. Like. I say oh, yeah, all the time. yeah, they haven't even shown us anything. Like the that. world is a, a haunted house. A haunted house. I think when you oh, start thinking of like no. a haunted house, yeah, like it's all decorations and just fake. It's all decoration yeah, yeah. and actors to scare us, to mm-hmm. steal our loot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think all this shit is, dude. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not true and that they're not trying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you study like, like. Um, Germ theory versus uh, terrain theory, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like they've been studying this so long. Could they have created a germ, a, v- a virus? Right, yeah. Could they? I mean, have they done that? Is it is it out of the realm that with all this money, time, effort, decades of Have you ever looked at a virus? They look like little nanobots. Have you seen what a virus looks That's like? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think they could have created them. Because I do believe in that, the like electromagnetic field theory. Or no, search up. Uh, but it's like Johnny I don't know, like, knows what, I got what, what COVID called, tongue. So that was something. Search up like virus structure or something like that. But um, yeah. but what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I do believe in that, like uh, the electromagnetic. That right there. I do believe in like the electromagnetic theory where like, you know, all these plagues have always happened around times when they've started messing with the electromagnetic frequency of the earth through you know new different cell technologies new technologies yeah exactly like 5g 3g and i think uh the gwen towers when they had those they're messing with people the elf towers which i find weird because elf you know like what do you mean elf towers they had elf towers which um they're just like sending out frequencies and stuff i don't really know what they do but the name is funny to me because people always talk about the machine elves and then you have Alex Jones say that the machine elves are the ones <laughs> telling everyone to, you know, giving them the information to build these supercomputers and stuff like that. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Who knows, dude? Nick, uh, I'm curious. You mentioned that, and it's okay. I mean, of co- obviously, if you don't. And I know you said maybe you didn't want to talk about some of this stuff, but you mentioned a few supernatural uh, uh, encounters over the past uh, year or so. Yeah. What, any, well, anything okay, so that comes to mind there? Yeah, there's one I don't want to talk about, but the coolest ones, I guess, would just be visiting the blood cells. Why do I have a feeling it involves probing? <laughs> no, 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 no. It involves uh, like more of a ghost-type situation than aliens or anything like that. But oh, the co- like, some of the cool ones, um, obviously, were 
going to the, visiting the Bledsoe property and seeing. We got to get out of there, man. Huh? We gotta get out there, dude. Johnny, you're gonna open up fucking doors you can't close. <laughs> nah, we gotta go, man. It's I know that whole area. It's it, you know it's good good what, people. What are you gonna out be there. a tracker? Just <laughs> no, imagine, but I'm just saying. I smell like, there are good people there. Yo, there imagine you will be that, in good hands. Imagine we're there and Johnny starts acting like a farmer, a hunter, and he's like, "Come here, I smell I do, this over here." My girlfriend notes that I do get a little more southern accent when I'm with talking to my folks and stuff. Hey man, yeah, hey yeah, around. A little, little what do you, Saratiana on stage? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so back to that that story I was telling yeah. earlier. This is kind of one of those supernatural things. Um, like a few days before I got to Bledsoe's property for the first time, I talked to that psychic who said, "Oh, I think you're the." reincarnation of Merlin's Apprentice and you have Hathor written on your head. I was like, well, I don't know what any of that means, but here's your money. And, uh, <laughs> and then, then like, and uh, 10 minutes later, I get a call from Ryan. He's like, yo, when are you coming down? I was like, oh, in a few, in a couple days at the time I was in Washington, I was going to go visit Maverick in Idaho and then um, eventually make my way down to Ryan. But Ryan's like, dude, my dad figured out the name of the lady. And so for people who don't know, the lady was this alien that abducted Chris. And um, you've heard his story, right? You had him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the lady that abducted Chris or whatever, um, he was like, uh, he called me on the phone. He's like, dude, my dad figured out the name of the, of the lady. I was like, what is it? He's like, it's Hathor. And, you know, the psychic had just told me Hathor was written on my head. I was like, uh, you won't believe what just happened 10 minutes ago. Wow. Yeah. And so that was one of the weird things. And when I, like I said, when I finally got down to the Bledsoe property, of, you know, a week or so later, Chris is like, yeah, these people that I talk to, they think I'm the reincarnation of, you know, Moses, some Sam Galileo, some Sam Merlin. And I was like, well, I was told I was Merlin's apprentice, so maybe you have something to teach me. And, um, yeah, there's, there's another weird one. I, oh, yeah, so when I, I left and I didn't see Ryan for like six months, but when I finally did see him again, it was for his wedding. And um, on the, during the wedding rehearsal, there was like 30 people there. And it's on Twitter. Um, like all 30 of these people saw a UFO come over like this pond you know, they, they had it in, like in the country at this farm or like this barn. He told me that exact same story in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That exact same story he, that, that the wedding that everybody saw. Because he was at, their 500 was their honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. I thought Ryan's yeah. uh, wife was trying to pull uh, a hookup with your girlfriend. <laughs> Ryan I was like, is she working this really well. right yeah, now, bro? <laughs> yeah, conspiracy threesome happening in Vegas still. Poor ex is like, dude, where's my girlfriend, bro? <laughs> I'm in Vegas. It's not fun. <laughs> so, but that's so, the same exact same story he was telling me. That it was like over the lake. Thirty people saw yeah, it. Yeah. And everybody at his wedding. And he's Chris, like, dude, they follow me. Can you say? Every time he kept saying that, I'm like, dude, stop saying that. We're hanging out. Yeah. Like, stop saying people follow you and these things follow yeah, you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we're hanging out. Ryan's a good dude. Yeah, no, he's great. He's got Chris, good. Energy. Chris was like uh, on the verge of tears almost because it was so vindicating for him. Like a lot of those people who saw that were family members who had said he was crazy his whole life. So it was like a really, really important event. Wow. For them, yeah. I mean, I thought it was awesome, but what I didn't you, realize how significant it was for that family. You know, for like, it's a very significant day. Like right before the wedding, like life was changing for them, and Chris got to be vindicated. It was do you think like, that was their gift to Ryan for his wedding? Like, here we go. We've tortured you your whole life. It's like when we start a Super Bowl, they do a flyover of the government. Just so you know, boom, that's what the, that's what the aliens did. They're like, this one's for you, blood. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> what do we live in, dude? I think we... Okay, so I kind of changed my mind a little bit. I don't, Since we started talking? Or? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might change my mind by the end of the sentence, but... Um, I kind of believe we live in, like... Have you ever seen the Jesus fish, the Vesca piscis? 
I think it's kind of like that. I think we live in like a Venn diagram. Like there's the artificial machine world, like this, the real simulation. And then there's like the natural divine world. I think we live in the cross section between the two. And um, so we live right where like yeah, the right tail starts, the, oh, right, right where, where the, the oh, tail starts. Oh, yeah. okay. So interesting. Right where the, Why oh, do you think that? Because that's what Philip K. Dick was getting into when he had all of his weird Jesus synchronicities. You think we live in a big fish? <laughs> yeah. I'm not against yeah. that. Guy told us we live in an egg yesterday, and I was pretty beast. convinced. We're like Jonah in the belly of the whale. But um, Is that fish flat? I don't know. Is it one of those man. flat fishes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if it was it's one of those f- musical yeah, instruments fish. you play, dude? But uh, We live in the cross-section between two realms, an artificial machine world, fake, you know, and the natural, the divine mm. nature. And um, like I said, if we don't already live in a simulation, uh, some people will eventually when they hook everyone up to this sentient world simulation thing. But that gets me started on a whole nother tangent because it's like, if this thing really is a perfect mirror model of the world, that would mean that there has to be the same simulation within the simulation, right? There would have to be the building where the simulation is housed inside of their simulation. And then there'd be another one inside the there, only problem with that. the you get this time loop problem. The only problem with my thing with simulation is you how much processing power would a computer need? Yeah, I don't know. Some like, pe- how much process? What computer are they using to have everybody? Everybody has their own simulation. Right. So how much? Right. What the fuck are we talking about? I, I don't know. Some people say, like, that this sentient world simulation thing, it's ran inside of a giant black cube, D-Wave computer. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and um, some people say this is what's actually responsible for the Mandela effect because of something called quantum pollution. Because they're making all these mirror models. Just so you believe in the reality. you believe in the Mandela effect? Yeah, I believe in the Mandela effect. Yeah, percent. Yeah. Bernstein or Bernstein? Bernstein. I used to play all the video <laughs> games, read all the books. What's it called? How do you spell Sentinel? No, Sentient. S e n t i. I spelled it. Sam, come on. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, Google the fucking DuckDuckGo finished it off. Sentient. I don't know. I'm gonna fucking throw it out there and hope and pray. It's just so crazy, dude. It's just so deep, and I don't know, man. Are we supposed to unplug from it? Is that what our our goal is? Yeah, get back to nature. I think that's what, that's the best way, and act authentically. You know, act from the heart. I think that they can only mind control you if you're all in your head or all in your root chakra. You know, have the blue and the red. I think that's where the blue and the red symbolism comes from. With like, you know, it's always like blue versus red in this world for some reason. I think it's about like create uh, somehow subconsciously creating some sort of imbalance in us but um if you look at the chakra system the blue chakra the third eye chakra has two petals and i really believe that's because it has something to do with the way the mind thinks in binary and so if you're always thinking in binary you're more susceptible to this like simulation mind control stuff and um like i said i think the only way to to kind of negate that is through heart-based consciousness you know open up your heart chakra or just you know get closer to god get more into prayer you know get out of self-centered type thinking because if they are this is factual they are able to influence thoughts with my uh, cell phone towers and stuff do you ever like that. think they're putting thoughts in your head i've thought about i've thought about it before i thought about that too yeah. but so if you're able to be in your heart though you're able to do what you said be the observer you just observe the thoughts you're like i don't have to act on that but people are super stuck in their head will think that they're their own thoughts and you know act on everything that their mind says or if you're super ego based you know but if you have more heart than ego they can't really do anything to you I, I just like I, you know I don't know where we live I don't I, I think where we live is a 
is a battle royal. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a royal rumble. I'm starting to wonder whether, like, any of, like, so people talk about, like, talking to Thoth or the Pleiadians and, like, all these different beings people are talking about. I have no idea. Sometimes I think it's all crap. Sometimes, like, I don't know. I've, you know, I've seen some weird stuff. But I think it, sometimes I do think it is really just a, we're caught in, we're caught on the battlefield between two opposing sides and we, like, don't even really matter. They just, like, pick us up, like, pawns sometimes to use us. But we're, we're caught, like, yeah, we're just caught in the middle of a what if crossfire. What if there's <clears> like the universe, right? Uh, and and that's why, in my heart of hearts, brother, why I believe they're gonna lose mm. is because they're not bigger than the universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even this sential simulation is in the universe. Right. Right. It's not bigger than the universe. Mm-hmm. Klaus Schwab's power bottom <laughs> ass isn't fucking bigger than the universe. Right. Right. No matter how many deals he makes with. Uh, as many entities as possible. Those entities that he's making deals with are not bigger than the universe. They're all playing within the universe. Right. And I don't know if this is true. I think it's a kind of weird theory, but it is interesting that some people, like it sounds like Luciferian and stuff. That's why I don't like it. But I I still think the idea is interesting um, that the Illuminati or the powers that be are actually here for our own spiritual progress. They're, they're the catalyst for our spiritual progress. Like, if there was no evil in the world, what would we be fighting against? What would we be pushing against? How would we have any challenges? How would we get to know, you know, this, this, uh, this whole spiritual journey started because of them in a weird way. That's an argument for why the devil exists or is, was right. allow, Necessa- allowed necessary to, evil. to continue. Yeah. Who wants utopia? Because we need the... Utopia? Who wants it? Like, who wants oh, yeah. It? Who wants utopia? Like, yeah. I mean, Adam, that- Adam and Eve couldn't... They weren't content right. in, yeah, in there's the Garden a quote, of Eden, you know? There's a quote by some philosopher. I forget who it is, but he says, like, if human beings ever did have a utopia, they'd burn it down, like, in a couple days or something like that. Because well, they get so bored. Isn't that the whole... What the uh, a part of the story of The Matrix was in the movie? Is that they made yeah, a utopia yeah. and everyone was like, this sucks! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We hate this. Like, okay, fuck. Here's some pain and suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's just like, and, you know, for me, man, the pain and suffering is what gives this whole thing texture, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, you know, and, and I say it all the time, but the the digest the um the the numbing out when pain and suffering happens. Is a in terms of me dark arts, bro. Mm-hmm. All the pharmaceutical drugs, dark arts, and not all of them. I shouldn't say. I didn't mean that. I meant like when we're talking about them. But there's are there are people with chemical imbalances that need some help, mm-hmm. so it helps stabilize them. But there's a lot of people who run to this stuff to get away from pain and suffering. When I think the pain and suffering is there to tell you uh, to change your life mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, we, what is up is really down, mm-hmm. and like sobriety's really helped me to look into why do I feel like this. Like I've discovered that if I drink too much Red Bull, I get super depressed because mm-hmm. I've been able to isolate what's different in my life that I'm, I'm feeling like. Why do I feel so down? And I go, oh, well, I, I ate like shit. Yeah, and I had a fucking two Red Bulls in one night. And I, I, dude, don't tell me that shit doesn't have darkness in right, it. Right, definitely. I it's mean, the crash. It's the crash, and it's the chemicals. And, dude, I told you before, spirits. Mm-hmm. What do they call alcohol spirits? I, I'm convinced crystal meth has fucking occult magic in it. Yeah, I mean, you know about al-cool, right? The Arabic word where ghoul comes from, flesh-eating spirit. It's al-cool. What is al-cool? It's the air. Well, search up al-cool. I might be somewhat wrong, but... But is that... It's in- an Arabic word where the word ghoul comes from, and it's a flesh-eating spirit. But it sounds just like alcohol. 
Oh, yeah. Al Ghoul? Al Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you watch these homeless people walking around. They're talking to people. Mm-hmm. That's, that looks like possession to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's just like, okay. So last time we got into a discussion about Jimmy Jesus. Yeah. Right? Which is a crazy talk, conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Way off. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Right? And it's a crazy conversation. Yeah, body spearing. I remember having a conversation with a certain particular person. I'm not going to say his name because I'm kind of <laughs> over him. And I brought up the Bible, and he goes, Puh, the Bible. And I go, oh, man, it's an interesting reaction to have to that, dude. Mm-hmm. And But I, I, I know it. I, I, I recognize that because that used to be me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that reaction. It rubs me the wrong way now. It's like, it, do, it doesn't rub me the wrong way. I feel for them. Yeah, yeah. Because they're lost. And they're living in this id principle mm-hmm. where it's all about pleasure. Yeah. And, you know, we had this one guy on. And he was talking about the original sin of Adam and Eve. What was the original sin? And this really resonated with me. Was the belief that man could make the laws. And when you pull back, you look at what's happening in our society right now. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a bunch of man-made laws rather than living by natural law. In the the Bible, it says uh, the, the spirit of the Antichrist will think to change the times and the laws. And I think they've already done that. You know, obviously we went, you know, we've had a million different calendars and whatever, and we have all these different laws that make no sense. But I think there's a double meaning to that where they're literally trying to change the laws of nature. and uh, They're trying to change the laws of the universe. Yeah, yeah, and they literally want to change time. Like, that's what I I think that's what they're doing at CERN. So according to to Johnny, we talked nothing about but gayness on the last episode for the first 15 minutes. I don't remember. Do you remember that? I'm trying to find it. We just talked tons of gay. about it was about the cult leader who made guys... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Now I remember. You're totally right. We did talk about gay. But, you know, when you see this whole thing about where they're manipulating the trans community where there isn't enough of them to warrant this kind of push that it's getting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the pronouns and the men being able to compete against women, like, that to me is changing the laws of the universe. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you go back to ancient, ancient philosophy and civilization, there are... There is a belief that everyone has yin and yang, man and woman mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. it. So that notion about... Having fe- men having femininity in them mm-hmm. isn't completely out of the realm. Right, right. Right? And there's, there's famous stories about, you know, holy hookers in temples. Yeah, a sacred prostitute. And, and some of them were trans. Mm-hmm. And so that's an ancient religion of the... But the, but the change... Yeah, the cult of Saibo, they would, you know, castrate themselves to get closer to the mother goddess or whatever. Isn't that... Dude, that's all that's in That's right commitment. There. Yeah, that's, that's commitment. all in. It's like... Come to Jesus, cut my nuts off. Yeah, Cybele was uh, like pretty much, I think she was like a version of Mother Earth. Yeah. And she gave birth to Mithras. And um, they were like pretty much in like a toxic love affair forever. But yeah, this ties into the whole AI thing. I just wanted to mention it really quick. Is like, um, so you know, in Gnosticism, you have Sophia, the, the mother goddess. She gives birth to the Demiurge, which is, yeah. a, which is like the false god. And then in um, Greek myth, you have uh, Gaia, which is Mother Earth, gives birth to Kronos, you know, Saturn. And, um, like, literally what I think is happening is, like, this is all the AI story. Like, um, 
Michael Bloomberg, I think that's his name. He he they unearthed an ancient Mithraic temple, and um, he bought it and then built an entire smart building around it. One of the first buildings in the world to be completely controlled by AI, and like people's skin is censored. You know they 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 can tell from their body temperature if they need food. Little robots will come bring them food so they work better. Dude, okay. it's really ridiculous. But so like this whole thing, I feel like it's symbolic. Like um, this myth of Cybele giving birth to Mithras or or Gaia giving birth to Kronos, I think this is the is the a thing we're watching happen in real time, where the mother nature is literally being used to incubate this like parasitic AI machine, and we're watching it be born in real time, and that's what I think the real alien invasion is is AI. So, so what do you think they planted like an egg? No, technology, it's, it, and now it's growing and it's became it's going to become an AI type thing. I'm speaking symbolically. Like I think what they're doing is like. They're using Mother Nature as the host for AI. I mean, we're taking nature and rearranging it into like these metals and stuff, and then creating machines out of it. I think it's all so possible and interesting, and that you know, it's like this whole theory. I say it's like if you want, if you're tired of Facebook censorship. Get off of Facebook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you don't want to become part of this sential simulation, get off this. Mm -hmm, get mm -hmm. off that. And that, that is what people are doing when they're going and grabbing their own farms and creating their own communities. I mean, you, you, yeah, sorry. Huh? No, no, no. It's uh, fine. You've seen in 2001 Space Odyssey how, you know, the giant black cube thing kind of looks like this phone, but that's where the aliens come from. In 2001 Space Odyssey, they come from that black monolith. They actually, like... I think in one of the, th I think in like the third book, they actually like live inside of it or something. It's and their AI. Time. They're AI. What's your thoughts on Jesus? Me? Yeah, we had a little conversation. I'll tell you my opinion. Yeah, okay. Um, I kind of like what I, I kind of like what Ryan says. How maybe it's just the name is like a powerful name. It's like an egregore or something. But I don't know about all that. I I like the idea. I just I don't know if it's a hundred percent true or not. But I choose to have faith anyways. That's what keeps me. I think there was an entity of long time ago, whether it's, and we talked about this last night, about how much, you know, there's just history's been rewritten, and it seems like it's been rewritten a thousand times about a, a, a thousand things, mm -hmm. you know, and how much of it is true, mm -hmm. you know. But it is of my belief that there, there was an entity that did something very special. Mm -hmm. And that that story gets retold in different cultures, in different religions, in different languages. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that, that, that the story isn't real because it was told in a different way under a different language. It just means that this story is being told over and over again. Mm -hmm. So did Jesus live 2,000 years ago? I think he could have lived long past long time ago and these are the stories that we are told by this parasite group because they don't want us to know our history yeah i mean i definitely have problems with christianity like it's hard for me to believe like i said it's too simple almost because like i've always said when i was like anti-bible and stuff you know i'd drive down the street and see a billboard it's like pray to jesus like you're not gonna find the truth on a billboard like i just didn't think that was possible you know but maybe it is. I don't know. If, like, I've seemingly had prayers answered. And wh whether that's, like, placebo or manifestation, I don't know. But that's the way I, I go about it, you know? Can, can prayers just be, like, 
spells. Law of attraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's magic. Yeah, can it be that? Yeah, that's why probably I, all the above. That's yeah. how I see it as. Mm-hmm. You're putting in an order to the universe. Mm-hmm. And when you put, when you, like, like I, I dude, I'm sure I, I repeat myself a lot on this show and you guys <laughs> could be tired of hearing me say the same shit over and over again. But I, I just like practice, I practice law of, law of attraction, law of abundance, love thy neighbor with discipline. And my life changes. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No. And like we just said, I would be miserable if it was. Maybe I would if I was on a fuck, if, if I was on, in a, $20 million house with fat ass all around me and I was living that life and I got a black belt in Krav Maga and <laughs> Shibu Inu. I got a billion dollars of it. But I don't know. Maybe I might be okay. But I know eventually I'd be like, what else could I do, right? And then right. that becomes the chase and stuff like Depends. that. If it was in Miami, you'd be good for a year. I but think then I would you would be, get bored. But then I, you no, would no, get no. bored. Okay. My daughters would have to be with me. I'd have to figure out how I can have the hose and hang out with my daughters <laughs> respectfully, right? I gotta figure that out, you know? But I just feel that like there is, there is all this shit at work and that if you just unplug from it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you go to a small city, no one's gonna ever fucking do vaccine passports, right? right. They're happy to have people come in. Yeah, I mean, like I wanna live in a city where I have like one foot in the country and I'm about a foot or two away from having a foot in the big city. Mm-hmm. So I can go live simple, but I also can make it so my daughters, when they want to go live and check out the big city, can go do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want. That's what I really want to do. Should go visit I, Ohio. I can't do the cold. Oh, and I yeah, already heard yeah, Tennessee's got snow, yeah. so I'm trying yeah. to figure <laughs> yes. it out. We yeah. told you, Sam. Tennessee's too far she won't do. She won't do... She, no Arizona. Also, who was it in here the other day that agreed with us about Tennessee who had lived there? It was it was some guests we had on there were like, oh, you know, you don't want to do that. I think, dude, when you leave New York, LA, Miami, everywhere's kind of like, Ugh. yeah, but it was somebody who'd lived there for like a long time. Well, I'm gonna make it what I want to make it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like you did in LA, right? Yeah. Okay, Nick. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. For uh, me. This was a wonderful conversation. Uh, we had a great talk. You have two books. Check them out. Uh, do I get to keep these? Yeah, they're for you. Nick, we want to start doing um, uh, mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. And if you ever have books you want us to put in the mystery box, we'll figure out a price and make it happen. Okay. Uh, he's got two books. Check them out. Saturn Time Cube Simulation and the uh, Aquarian Singularity. I'm very excited about that. Thank do you think the Saturn cool. used to be um, the sun? Um, I mean, there's a lot, you know, the, the theories behind it make a ton of sense, you know, that there's no reason <clears throat> that the ancients should have known about the hexagon on the North Pole, but somehow they did. And that would imply that it must have been way closer at one point. But I honestly have no idea. I just, I've, I've explored the idea. I explored in that book, that first book. But, um, yeah, I was having this conversation with my friend the other night. I was like, dude, there are so many alternative histories that make sense. And I just don't know that it really matters. You know, it's like it's not going to change my life if I believe in Tartaria, if I believe in the electric or I mean, the electric universe is but is a cool theory. Um, but like the Thunderbolts project, how they talk about all the different um, positions of the planets and stuff. And then there's other people that say, oh, no, is the Anunnaki or no, is, you know, there's so many different theories. Maybe it's sense. all of it. Right, maybe it's a multiverse with a mu- with a bunch of different histories. Where they all come here and just bang, dog. Right, it's like right. Ba- I think it's all battle royal. I That's mean, what I'm saying. So all these religions could be right. Yeah, I mean, and 
if time is an illusion and now is the only moment that exists, it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's a huge cop-out. But, yeah, I don't know if any of those alternative histories have to be true for, you know. I, you know what I like about your book? You didn't put page numbers. Second one does. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> going to say that he didn't put pictures. This I'm going to read this book because I can finally finish one. That's I'm an a, easy read. <laughs> no, I'm because I'm writing a book and mm -hmm. I'm worried that it's going to be short a, a short book mm -hmm. and i don't want to make money off i mm -hmm. want to make maybe a dollar a book mm -hmm. but i really just want to give it away so people can hear are you what do, are changed. you doing like a biography i'm doing uh, like just... the things that i've learned that have changed my life over the last like seven years you got a name and everything for it yeah nice yeah i'm not i think i've said it a thousand times but i'm not gonna say yeah it don't release it yeah so that's it nick uh check out wielder's way it's my friend's NFT project. It's on my Twitter. What's it called? Wielder's Way. Wielder's Way, yeah. Where can they find you, Nick? N-I-C-K-H-I-N-T-O-N-N -N on Twitter and Instagram. I am one of the most ambitious, unambitious people, so I still don't have a website, but I'll get it done eventually. No worry, brother. <laughs> you're still super young. You're, you're 27, 28, or 29. We yeah, don't whichever know whichever one. I forget. You're all. You have till 35 <laughs> yeah. to enjoy. Go out there, get weird, and at 35, start locking it down. Right. Okay, you guys have. How old are you, actually? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You fucks. <laughs> As I almost turn four-year-old. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for celebrating uh, my birthday with me. I uh, love you all. Oh, I love you all very much. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, this is gonna be great. I hope to see you in Boise. Hope to see you in Utah and Salt Lake. Tickets are selling. Let's pack it out, cause Daddy's gonna get weird. I have a new energy on stage. I'm really going to start leaning into just talking, and uh, it could get TED Talkish with some comedy, but we'll I think it's necessary. I love you all very much. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you uh, soon. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephanie. Happy birthday to you. Keep coming back. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.